Welcome back to Beautifully Seasoned. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. Listen, I want to talk to you today about the honeymoon phase. When the honeymoon is over. When the honeymoon is over. But before I start, you know I had to add to your spiritual garden. And so I found three scriptures that I thought resonated with this topic really well. And the first one is James, first chapter, verses 2 through 4. And it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kind, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And so, ooh, that's encouraging that no matter what we're going through, we got to persevere through it and we're going to be complete and we're going to have everything that we need. Okay, so here's another one. This one is Philippians chapter 4 verses 12 and 13 and it says, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Oh, no matter what it is, no matter what the situation, no matter what level of, of of things that you have. It doesn't matter. You have to be content because God got you. He got you. And so here's the third one. This one is Philippians also and it's chapter 4 verses 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will give your hearts, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Not being anxious, but to trust God. That he, if you get the peace of God, you got to get with, get, get with God. There's no other way around it. And you will see how when you go through things um, that... It will really, you could see the value in that and the value in that struggle. So, when the honeymoon is over, when the honeymoon is over, what happens? Let's talk about honeymoons. Let's talk about that. We all know what honeymoons represent. And basically, when we think of honeymoons, we think of a man and a woman. Right after they got married, oh, they just ready. They ready to just be intimate with each other. It is just a, such an intimacy. It's just a, a wonderful feeling of love. Their hearts coming together. Oh, they feeling good. They making each other feel good. Oh, they just locked up in their room. They don't care about anything around them. Everything is perfect. This person that is new person in their life and they've chosen to be committed to each other. And so, man, this is just feeling good. Oh, man, they just coming up for breath to go to the bathroom and eat a little bit. And then they go right on back to the bathroom. That honeymoon, I'm telling you, it feels so good. We know it does. They are enjoying each other. And then they are celebrating the union between the both of them. And so in that, we know that eventually 
People are going to show who they are. And by that, I don't necessarily mean that it's, me, it's bad. It's just people's character. And we know no one is perfect. And their humanness is going to come to the surface. So whatever that is, we're, we're basically blinded by now in the honeymoon. We don't see any red flags. We don't see anything. We just see that person as being perfect and loving. And we just, uh, our hearts are just thumping. And we can't see anything but love. We just see cupids. <laughs> That's all we see. Okay? But we know after a while. After a while. We're going to see and we're going to go through some challenges with that person. And it's only because we're human. We're human. And so that is when that honeymoon stage is kind of fading away. It's like all that the fun because now we have reality. And we have to live with each other. And we, we're incorporating our lives in with society and jobs and all these other things. And so now the honeymoon is over. Now what do you do? What happens now? Now, I was just thinking about this. I was thinking about three things or three ways that you can deal with when that battle comes up. Whether that person leaves clothes all over everywhere. You know, the man could say, look, I want to go out with my friends. And she was like, no, you need to be here with me. Uh, the money's not coming in the way it's supposed to. Somebody is spending too much. Somebody's spending on wrong things. Um, it could be a myriad of things that could be going on that could add that conflict and the challenge or struggle in that relationship. And so when that honeymoon stage is over, now this is the test. When you do go through the storm, you do go through the challenges. Now what? What is it? What does that commitment mean? What does that commitment mean? So it's three things that I feel that you're going to do. These are the three options. I want you to listen to this. Either you're going to leave. Okay, you're getting on my nerves. I'm out. I'm going with somebody else. I, I'm done. You can do that. And we've heard, we hear that often. Second, you could complain. You could call your friends. You're going to complain to your friends. You're going to complain to your family. That person is always doing this, that, and that. I just can't take it no more. I just don't want to be around that person. And you could just complain, 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 complain to everybody. And, and just get, get really live in your own hell. Because you just living it and you just feeding that toxicity into your body. Okay? And then third, what you can do is that you can pray about it. You could communicate with that person and do what you can to make it better. So, yeah, I just think that those are three things. And those are three ways that you can deal with when you're out of that honeymoon stage. And, I, of course, the third one makes more sense. So, yeah, he's leaving his clothes on the floor. Or he's not coming right home for work. Or she's not cleaning. Or she's not cooking. There's a way around it. You could sit down and talk to that person. But get this. How about going to God and saying, God... What do I need to do in my marriage or in my relationship? Show me what to do. Show us. Bring us together. Let, you know, ask God for assistance. Ask God for guidance. And I guarantee you, and so now I'm going to guarantee you, if you're going to God authentically, and that means you develop a personal relationship with God, and you go to Him with your heart open, ready to receive His direction, I feel that something's going to happen to bring you both together. And, but it has to be both people, too. It has to be both people. So then I think that you're going to get some answers. But 
I just think there's a better way. You could talk about it. You could open that communication up. You could be a little bit more patient because we know no one's perfect. No one. And so, but you chose that person for a reason. That person in your life for a reason. And just come together. Pray about it. Come together and do all you can do. Do what you can do. Okay? So, yeah. That's the way to me that when that, that honeymoon stage is over. Because guess what? It's going to be over. It's going to be over in every phase in our life. We go through honeymoon stages. And we do not stay in those stages. Because that's not how life is. Life is it's, it's a, it's a battlefield out there. It's things that we're going to go through peaks and valleys. And we have to know how do we deal with how we react to these peaks and valleys. And so, you know what? Don't get me wrong. Because when you're going through that that valley, that dark place, you are going to feel a certain way. You are going to feel sad. You are going to feel disappointed. But it's the fact of not staying in that place and lifting yourself up. And you can only do that when you have elevated faith in God and knowing that this is not just me. I don't have all the power. God's power is in me, true. But I have to rely on that word of God to know that even though I'm going through this storm right now in this relationship, this honeymoon stage is over. And now I got to just deal with this stuff. But I can and it will be fine. And it's going to work out for the good. And so that is what I want to talk to you today about. How do we deal with it when we get out of that honeymoon stage? How do you deal with it? How do you react? What is it that you do? Are you persevering through it? Are you persevering? And then when you persevere, like the scripture said, you come out more mature and complete and then lacking nothing. And so, yeah, think about that. So, not only are we doing honeymoon stages with our uh, significant others, but there are honeymoon stages or other areas in our life. We think about our friendships and we think about our children. We do have honeymoon stages. Everything is going good. You laughing and talking and everything is, is fine. You are just getting along great. You getting along great. Oh, laughing. Oh, man, mom's the best. Oh, brother, sister, the best. My children, the best. And then there is some type of conflict. There's something that's going to be going on that maybe y'all might be a little at odds with each other. What are you going to do? Are you just going to leave and not speak? And just, okay, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Are you going to just call each other, call us, other people and complain? Well, you know, my kids, they just da-da-da-da-da. They ain't doing this, they ain't doing that. Or my mom and dad, you know, they get on my nerves. <laughs> okay, they get on my nerves. They always doing this, doing that. Or, you know, my friend, you know, oh, man, I can't, you know, being around her, she's just really too much. It's just too much for me. I can't deal with this. How are you going to deal with that? Is that your way of dealing with that? Getting out of that honeymoon stage. You were good. But we know honeymoon stages don't stay. It's just a stage. It's a phase in life. And we get drops of honeymoon stages along in our life. But how do you deal with it when it's not a honeymoon stage? And then third, what do you do? You talk to the person. You love them up regardless. We love always wins. And you just kind of understand that people have their own ways. And you can still love the person throughout their own ways. As long as they're not disrespecting you or physically abusing you. Or, or anything that's, that's kind of a detriment to your living. 
But you know what? They, that's the way they are. I'm going to love them anyway. And I'm going to find a way to be in a relationship with them that is loving and kind and, and just be grateful there in my life. And so think about that when you're thinking about family members, when you think about friends. Um, how are you going through that storm with them? How are you reacting to that 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 conflict? when Because you ain't in the honeymoon stage. Remember, you was rolling with your friend. Y'all had a good time. Y'all was out there at a good time laughing, talking, but now there's something else. How do you deal with that? And so, yeah, that's the challenge today. We have to look to God. We have to know that these storms are coming. They are coming. They're here. It's going to be times you're being overwhelmed. And when you do, it's all in your reaction to that. How are you reacting to that? What are you, what are you doing? Are you giving up? Are you complaining? Or are you going to God and saying, God, help me through this. Help me through this. I need you. And to do what you need to do. I, do, I really do think it builds our character. It really shows us what we made out of. Okay, It's easy to walk away and don't talk. It's easy to do that. It's easy to complain and get everybody on your side. <laughs> okay? But what about going in it, still being loving, still being kind, and just being able to accept the person for who they are. And just meeting them there. Because people do. They show you who they are. Listen to them. <laughs> they show you who they are. And so once you know that, you kind of know how to respond to them. And it doesn't have to be you be upset all the time. You just know how to respond to them. And so, yeah, think about that. Another honeymoon stage, finances, <laughs> money, 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 money. Don't look around uh, what a uh, tax time. We all in the honeymoon stage. Everybody got their tax refund. They got their money. Okay, you got that money, man. You be able to go in the store. You feeling good. You eating out. You going to pick up stuff. You don't even have to look at the tags sometimes. You going to pick up stuff that you always want to do through the year. You going places. Oh man, you gonna plan that trip. You got that extra money. Honeymoon, having a good time with that money. Oh man, this is great. I'm feeling good. You know how that feels when you're on top of the world when you got some good extra money. You know how that feels. It feels great. It feels like you're free. And, and it kind of gives you a little taste on, man, if I was rich. <laughs> if I was rich, man, I'd be feeling like this all the time. I could just spend, oh, man, get anything I want. I'm looking good. I got my new stuff on. But then... What happens when you are lacking and when you don't have enough money? That honeymoon stage is not going to stay there. That means that you're going to go through the periods of when you're going to have maybe not enough to cover everything. Maybe the finances got a little tight. Maybe that extra bill came in or it was increased. Or another expense that came in that you had to deal with. So think about that. How are you responding? Remember, first... I ain't paying nothing. They just going to have to wait. You just let that bill sit there. You let that credit card bill sit there. And then you just let it sit. And then you just avoid the bill collectors. I'm just going to avoid them. I don't care. I ain't paying nothing. <laughs> okay. That's that quitting mentality. And Or are you going to uh, complain about it? 
Oh, man, guess what? I got these bills. Man, this is too much, man. I, I just, I can't deal with all these bills. It's just, I don't know what to do. And get worried and worried and get stressed in your body. And before you know it, you are stressed out because you're so overwhelmed with how am I going to make ends meet? What am I going to do? And it, and that could really wear, wear on you. It could wear on you physically and mentally. Or are you going to say, okay, Lord. What do I need to do? I'm going to look at these bills. I'm going to see what I can, what I can do. How I, I can um, take away from Peter to pay Paul. Remember that? And and just maybe I can go eat out here. Maybe I can get them half. Uh, maybe, you know, some other things have to go. Okay, I'm going to figure it out. But I am going to trust God in the process. And I'm going to try, try to not worry about it so much. And just trust that God is going to bring me through. Now, I know a lot of people, you know, I ain't going to say a lot of people because a lot of people do pay tithes. And I know I do. I'm telling you. But it's a spiritual thing. So that's spiritual. So if you have a, a, a mindset about tithes, if you if you believe in scripture, I've seen it work. I've seen checks come in the mail out of nowhere. Um, and, or just having enough money. Just always having enough. Um, and so what chives is, is that 10% that you're going to have to your place of worship, that they're going to help people. I know many churches help uh, people. They, they give things away. They help people. And, and you know what? It's not about the pastor and what he's driving. You know, your pastors have a special anointing in teaching, you know. And so a lot of them do. This is their job. It's just to be there on call as a pastor of the church. And so, yeah, that they should be getting something for them and their family, you know. But you should see um, some things that's going on in the church. I know our church, we have scholarship funds for students. Oh, man, we got so many things that we do. It's just amazing. Um, and so think about that. How tithing, I would I would suggest. But you know what? You have to have a connection with God and you could go in the scripture. And unfortunately, I do not have the scripture in front of me. Um, but if you Google tithing in scripture, it will show you what where that is. Um, I would say try it. You know, you do have enough money. You do. You do. When I looked at the money that I spend, it's like, wow, I'm, I'm spending, you know, on, you know, the, the Panera or, you know, going to get some other stuff. And, you know, you have it. So think about that. But pray about it. Lord, help me through this situation. Help me figure out what I need to do with this money and just pay what you can. That's all you can do. Pay what you can. And so, you know what? People get their car repossessed. I've seen people that got their car repossessed and got a better one the next time. <laughs> so I've seen that. You know, but just do what you can. Pray about it. And do what you can. And so that is a storm you're going through. You're going to have another honeymoon stage. It's coming. <laughs> okay? It's coming. But... In this storm, remember, you're not going to always have everything. It's not always going to be perfect. And so think about that. Go through it. Perseverance, what? It's making us mature. It's, it is showing you what you're capable of. It's showing you. You are brilliant. 
You will come up with something. God will go. He's going to plant something in your spirit. And you're going to say, oh, okay. I know what I can do. I can pay half here. I pay half there. I'm good. And then, you know, you never know. You have like a extra money on your check next time. Where does some money coming from? Oh, we had to pay union dues this month. Oh, okay. <laughs> you never know. Or someone will bless you with some money. And so, yeah, don't lose it over when you're feeling overwhelmed. Don't allow that feeling to destroy your spirit. Okay? Stay steadfast. Now, you know what? Don't get me wrong. We all get down in the dumps. We all feel a little bit like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to make this. But it's up to you to not stay that way. You know, this is not the honeymoon stage right here. This is a little conflict. This is going to be a little struggle. It's a little storm, but it's going to pass and you're going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. It always is, isn't it? You know it always is. It always is. When you look back in the past and you see those struggles and you see where you are now, if it worked itself out. And so we can't depend on that uh, honeymoon stage to, to, you know, just ruin our whole spirit, you know, and to make us lose hope and lose faith. We have to stay steadfast. Ask the Lord. Pray about it. Develop that the relationship with God so you could go to him like, Lord, I need you. I need help. I need help. Show me what to do. Bring someone in my life that can help me. Give me some resources or something. And I guarantee you, you're going to, something's going to happen if you go to him authentically. Same thing with health. Honeymoon stage, I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. Ooh, my body feeling good. My legs, everything feeling good. Oh, I'm just feeling perfect. And then something happens. Whether, you know, out of the honeymoon stage could be something as simple as a headache for the day. I know people go through sinuses. I know, you know, your stomach might be hurting for whatever reason. You might have some aches and pains. You It wasn't like that before. It wasn't. And so what are you going to do? You're going to just suffer. You're going to sit there suffering. Because you can't really lead yourself. <laughs> you can't do that. So that's, you could just suffer. You could complain. I was, I, my leg hurt, my neck hurt, my head hurt. Okay, my joints hurt. Girl, I don't know what's going on. I'm just, uh, you can go ahead and compound that by talking about it and being negative and negative and negative. And I guarantee you, you're going to feel worse. But what you can do, pray about it and do what you can do. Maybe you need to move around a little bit more for your joints. Maybe you need to go to the doctor and see what it is. Maybe you need to change your diet. Drinking water. You know how I am about water. You drink that water down. Maybe it's some changes you need to make in your daily habit so that you could feel better. Okay? And like I said, go going and going to the doctor. Maybe getting to your blood levels checked and get your blood pressure checked and your mammogram and all those things. And so, yeah, think about that. And, and even though sometimes things happen and, and you know, it be a sickness, you still, I will still stand on the word of God and I will still pray for healing. And I know that God listens and we don't understand why things happen. I know we don't, but I will still rely on God. He's the sure thing. And, and you know, we don't understand everything. We don't understand why things happen, but God ways are higher than our ways. And usually 
things work out for the good. If that temporary sickness could have bought, you just never know with reason. And even though you feel like you're suffering, God is there. He's never left you. He would never leave you or forsaking you. And so you got to hold on to that and know. Know what you know what you know. <laughs> know what you know what you know. And so, yeah, think about that. Not go complain. We're going to go through the storm. Yeah, I'm, I'm still feeling bad, but I'm going to go through the storm and I'm just going to be in my prayer. I'm just going to believe in God. He's going to bring me out. He's going to send me a resource. It's going to be something that happens to help me through this process so that you could be somebody else's survival guide. You could help somebody else when they go through it, when you come out of it. All right now. <laughs> so think about that. I just want to bring that to you today about the honeymoon stage. About we want to stay in the honeymoon stage, but it's not all the time. It's just a phase. It's just a stage. And we have many honeymoon stages in our life. But we have to go through the storms too. Go figure. We got to go through them. So let's go through them with some faith. Let's go through them holding on to God's word and his promises. And, and just get deeper in our prayer life get deeper in our relationship and our connection with God and be a believing that I'm gonna do what I can that's all you can do but I'm not gonna buckle under pressure I'm not gonna lose it all it's not the end of the world okay so yeah <laughs> thank you for joining me today thank you I hope you got something out of the message so God planted that on my heart I said let me share it with you today um I am asking you if you Go to uh, my website, www.beautifullyseasoned.com, and I have some articles on there. Please go check it out. And then I'm also, I've also got a Patreon page, and so I have some memberships, and they start from $3 a month, and so it has many benefits of what you can do. So go on to my Patreon page, Beautifully Seasoned, and check it out. Okay? Thank you for listening today. Uh, before I go, you know, I always have to pray for you. I always want to pray for you. And I have this prayer for Joel Osteen I want to share with you. You are blessed, prosperous, redeemed, forgiven, talented, motivated, valuable, free, determined, equipped, empowered, anointed, accepted, and approved. You not average, sis, and you not mediocre. You are a child of the Most High God, and you will become all you was created to be. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I pray that for you. I do, I do. I thank you for joining me today. Send me some comments. Tell me if this resonated with you. Tell me if it blessed you. You can send a voicemail on Anchor FM to me, or you can... Uh, email me at standing inside myself the number six at gmail.com my book is standing inside myself a journey of self-love wisdom power and purpose girl go ahead and get that book off of amazon and you can read about my story i thank you so much for joining me and i will be talking to you later love you bye-bye